Welcome to the Joy Joya podcast, where jewelry is joy and everyone is encouraged to add more polish and sparkle to the world with topics ranging from marketing tips to business development, best practices and beyond. This is the go-to podcast for ambitious jewelry industry dreamers like you. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and professionals so they can thrive while adding more beauty to the world. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. As we all know, jewelry is joy, so I'll gladly seize any opportunity to talk about it. This is episode 176, and today I'm going to share five valuable AI-powered tools that can support you with your jewelry marketing efforts. Do you feel intimidated by the term AI? Are you convinced that AI or artificial intelligence is only reserved for the Silicon Valley types? Then you'll be surprised to know that AI can help you save time and energy in marketing so you can focus on other areas of your business and it does not have to be scary. Why do everything manually when you can start automating? But before we get to the solid gold of this episode, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this podcast has both an audio and video component. So you can either listen on your favorite podcast platform or watch on YouTube by searching Joy Joya. I love creating this content as my act of service to you, my awesome listeners, and you can support the podcast for free by taking the time not only to subscribe, but also to leave a rating and review on iTunes, which helps other jewelry dreamers find it too. Side note, are you going to be at JCK this year? I'd love to meet you in person. DM me on Instagram at joyjoyamarketing and let me know that you're gonna be at the show this year. I'll be speaking on a panel on Friday, June 10th at 5 p.m. on the showcase stage with former podcast guest Jen Cullen-Williams, Katerina Perez, and Jansen Riley too. I'm really excited for that panel and I hope you'll be there. In this segment of the podcast, I give out my Sparkle Award for the week. During this segment, I highlight a jewelry brand that's impressing me with their marketing. The Sparkle Award is also interactive, so you can actually visit sparkleaward.com to nominate a jewelry brand that's inspiring you these days. And I might feature your submission on a future podcast episode. This week's Sparkle Award goes to Greenland Ruby. So I found out about this initiative through an article in In-Store Magazine. Here's a quote from that article. In May 2017, Greenland Ruby officially opened its ruby and pink sapphire mining operation in, totally gonna butcher this, Apodlutok in southwest Greenland, 160 kilometers south of Greenland's capital. Greenland Ruby was awarded a mining and exploration license by the Greenlandic government in 2016 and is the only gemstone mine in Greenland, end quote. So to celebrate their fifth anniversary, Greenland Ruby collaborated with Rina Aluwali to showcase their singular gems in a new light by entering the metaverse with Ruby NFT. So people can purchase a $150 ticket to win the 
Rubies from Greenland Fire Under Ice Original Artwork by Rena, and then get a free limited edition animated NFT, and all the proceeds are going to the Pink Polar Bear Foundation. I love that Greenland Ruby is taking advantage of a new and exciting moment by stepping into the metaverse and encouraging fans to start their digital journey and enjoy, enjoy a unique immersive experience. As I mentioned, you can visit sparkleaward.com to nominate a jewelry brand that's inspiring you these days, and I might feature your submission on a future podcast episode. Let's discuss some recent news related to jewelry or marketing. Each week, I share my thoughts about three relevant articles, and you can get those links by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up. Once you're on the VIP list, you'll receive our weekly digest filled with new episode announcements. So the first article comes from the New York Times, and it's called The Irresistible Glitter of Gold. I mostly just chose this article because it's all about what the New York Times is calling the modern day gold rush. Gold is super hot right now in the marketplace. And of course, there's such a strong legacy behind gold. People have been working with gold for thousands and thousands of years across many different cultures. And working with the material today is almost like tying back to ancient history. Jewelry designers love working with gold because the material can last for years and years without tarnishing. And gold has always been something that people covet and gravitate towards. The demand for shiny gold pieces is only continuing to grow. Again, they're calling it a modern day gold rush. The article also talks about the Gold in America exhibition at Yale, which highlights the sentimental stories and value behind ancient and contemporary gold pieces throughout history. John Stuart Gordon, who's Yale Gallery's curator of American decorative arts, says, Gold has driven wars, avarice, love, passion, conquest, and technology for centuries, end quote. It's truly legendary, don't you agree? The next article comes from Women's Wear Daily, and it caught my eye because I was recently in New York City a few weeks ago, and I walked by a jewelry store because I was curious to go in and just check out their visual merchandising and how they present their products, but I didn't get to go because there was a huge line of people waiting to get into this store. It was a little bit crazy and I really hate waiting in lines, so I didn't get to go. But basically this article from Women's Wear Daily is called Majority Retail Expansion to Nearly Triple Store Count in 2022. So quote, Majority is taking advantage of the rush to in-person jewelry shopping and plans to nearly triple its store count by the end of the year. That's kind of insane and a sign that people are really going back to in-store shopping and possibly even preferring that over e-commerce. So co-founder and CEO Noura Sakija says that Majuri has plans to open another 17 stores this year. They just opened a store in Venice, California, and their future locations include Seattle, Chicago, and two locations in Toronto. Their in-store sales have been strong this year. I mean, I would hope so if they're moving forward with so many store openings and Nora stated we are seeing tremendous performance in our retail stores we are 179 percent over projections in the first quarter and we are not light with our projections it has confirmed our need to double good for them what's cool about their store designs is that the pieces are not behind a display case but displayed in the open for customers to freely touch feel and try on 
pretty cool. I'm excited to see how the in-store retail experience continues to grow and evolve this year and beyond. And then the last article comes from JCK Online titled, Are Jewelers on Twitter and Should They Be? So Twitter has been a hot topic of discussion after Elon Musk made headlines to acquire the platform. You probably heard about this. Instagram and TikTok, of course, are visual platforms. They make the most sense for a jewelry business to be on, obviously, because they can share photos and videos of jewelry pieces. But is Twitter relevant? So conversations are happening on the platform, like the sanctioning of Russian diamonds, responsible gemstone sourcing, the Kimberly process, lab-grown diamonds, etc. These are all industry conversations that are potentially important for jewelry entrepreneurs, industry leaders to weigh in on if they have interest in doing so. But a poll of JCK Magazine's Instagram users found that Zero percent of them use Twitter, but a poll from Pew Research Center found that only 23 percent of U.S. adults say they use Twitter. An additional study from Pew Research revealed that only a minority of highly active users produced the vast majority of tweets from U.S. adults. As a small business or independent brands, of course, it's really hard to keep up with all the platforms. But it could be worth having a Twitter account, especially if you like keeping up to date with the industry conversations. It may not be the best place to attract new customers, but it could be a place to establish yourself as a thought leader in the industry, get industry news, or just learn something new about the industry that you can then in turn share with your customers. I'd really love to know your thoughts about Twitter. And as I mentioned, you can get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast by becoming a JoyJoya VIP when you visit joyjoya.com slash sign up. All right, let's get to the main topic of this episode. So how can you start using AI or artificial intelligence tools to support your jewelry and marketing efforts without having some kind of advanced degree in technology or like working in Silicon Valley. You can totally do this and I'll let you know how. So I'm going to share five types of tools that you can use. So the first one is absolutely my favorite of the five that I'm going to share are AI transcription tools, which I use almost daily. I mean, multiple times a week, I use both of these tools for marketing Joy Joya and for um, helping my clients with marketing. So two examples of transcription tools, as I'm sure you know, transcription means getting down on paper or in a digital document, um, a, a like script of a spoken thing, whether that's audio or video. So otter.ai is one tool that I really like. Let me start by talking with that about that. So otter.ai is an AI transcription tool that allows you to upload a video file or an audio file or like a recorded Zoom meeting or something like that. And then it generates a transcription for you. Um, not a person doing it, it's generated by a computer. I like Otter because it is one of the more accurate of the AI transcription tools out there. 
Of course, as you can imagine, you still have to go in and do a little bit of editing and formatting because it's not perfect, but it will really save you time and help you generate a written version of something you've recorded in the past. Now, why is this important for marketing? First, I think it can be a really easy way to generate website content, including blog posts or even like copy for social media or for email marketing. So let's say you did a live stream shopping event or you pre-recorded a video of yourself showing a piece of jewelry. You can take that file, upload it to Otter, and then it generates the written script of everything you said about that piece. And then you can either take the entire text document and put it on your website as like a blog post, or you can take bits and pieces of that and use it as content elsewhere, maybe in a product description or again, a social media caption or maybe in an email marketing campaign so that you're really making the most out of all the content you're generating and getting the most out of it. So that's one reason why I really enjoy using Otter. Another transcription tool is Descript. And Descript is interesting. It's not as accurate in the actual transcription part. Like whenever I upload a file to Descript, the transcript that it generates is much more messy than Otter. It requires a lot more editing and corrections. But the thing I like about Descript and why I use it so much is because if I have a longer video for Joy Joya or for a client, I can upload that longer video into Descript and then use the transcript to choose the part of the video that I want to highlight and cut out. Maybe I want to make some shorter videos for social media to meet the Instagram limit. So I can, without watching the whole video, just scroll through the transcript, find the highlights, the bits and pieces that I want to cut. I can literally highlight the text, cut it out, and it will create a new video file for me that's a short clip version of the full video. This again is like a lifesaver for social media, especially if you're making longer videos and you want to batch out content for like a week or two, you can sit down and make that one long video and then just take a whole bunch of clips from it based on the transcript and you'll have social media content for days and days. It's amazing. It's much better than using a video editing tool like one of the advanced tools is Adobe Premiere where you have to sit and like watch the entire video to find the clips that you want to cut. So this is definitely a shortcut that allows you to quickly scan the transcript and then just find the relevant pieces so that you can clip them out. The next AI tool that you should potentially consider to help you with your marketing efforts is called Jasper. If you go to jasper.ai, you can learn more about this tool. So this is really good for solopreneurs, small business owners, and you want to be generating more content. You need to be writing captions for social media. You need to be writing the copy for your website and your email marketing, but maybe writing is not your strength or you just don't like doing it, or you're someone who's kind of really prone to writer's block and gets intimidated by a blank page, Jasper is an AI 
writing tool. So it's not going to solve all your problems. It's not going to write you like a Pulitzer Prize winning opus or anything like that, but it can really help you get started in the copywriting process and lead you in the right direction, save time, and make sure you're not stuck. So it really makes writing less of a burden for you. You can use it to create original content like blog articles that can rank for SEO. You can use it to create better converting ad copy. You can use it to help you get a first draft of something done so that you can <laughs> improve it and then move on with your life instead of really struggling with writer's block. So again, it's not gonna solve all your problems. I don't think you should rely on it fully to do your writing. And this is coming from someone with a creative writing and formal writing background. So I'm gonna say that it's always good to do an edit and to kind of revise and refine. But I love this tool to kind of give you a jump start whenever you feel stuck. So that's jasper.ai. Tool number three, you may have heard of this one. I would say it's one of the more popular ones on this list that I'm sharing with you is Grammarly. So again, this is more related to writing like Jasper is. And again, it helps you, it will help you if writing is not your strength, if you don't like writing, if you feel self-conscious about writing, if you just need to write something quickly and then want a tool to look out for you to make sure you're not making mistakes. So Grammarly is a tool that will give you feedback on things like spelling, grammar, punctuation, clarity, and writing style. So if you want to, for instance, maintain a certain tone or ease of reading in what you're writing, Grammarly can kind of give you guidance about like hitting the right note with whatever you're writing. Um, if you're doing any sort of like one-to-one -one customer correspondence, I would say like, for example, if you do a lot of custom jewelry and so you are corresponding a lot with customers, I think it's so important to maintain a professional tone. Make sure that your writing is top-notch, that you are being an excellent communicator. And not everyone can do that all the time. Sometimes we're tired, sometimes we're distracted, but Grammarly can kind of be that little insurance policy that's there on your shoulder as you are writing whatever you need to write for your marketing or your customer experience and really make sure that everything that you put out there is as polished as possible. So number four on my list is a little less specific and more a general category of an AI tool, and that is an AI chatbot. So these typically are installed on an e-commerce website or on like an informational website for a jewelry brand. And I'm sure that you've seen them or interacted with them before. It's literally a chat tool. It's usually on the bottom right corner of the website of the browser screen. And um, it doesn't require like a customer service person to be manning it at 100% of the time. It's usually pre-programmed with some general responses that can point people in the right direction. Like for example, if someone has a question about your return policy, it will have a pre-programmed answer that with a link that takes them to the return policy page on your website. But you can also have it say like, oh, someone will get back to you in an hour 
or if it's the middle of the night, someone will get back to you in normal business hours. I really like AI chatbot tools because oftentimes when a customer is shopping or browsing your e-commerce website, they may feel like they need a little guidance or direction the same way they would if they went to a brick and mortar store. And even if they never end up interacting with a chatbot, it's kind of nice to know that someone is there if, if you do need help. The same way that if you were to walk into a brick and mortar store and it was like very quiet or understaffed or maybe like the one staff member was helping another customer, it might like deter you from being serious about purchasing something because if you did have a question, you wouldn't be sure if you could get help. So the AI chatbot really helps solve that problem. And there are a number of options out there. I'm not going to mention any in particular because there really are a lot of options. And the one that you choose is really going to depend on the e-commerce platform or whatever platform you're using wherever you're selling your products. And then finally, the last one I want to mention, this one will be especially valuable to jewelry brands that are trying to penetrate global markets, or maybe they are located in a region where people speak a lot of different languages, is an AI translation tool. So you can go back and listen to episode 160 if you haven't. That was an interview I did with global marketing expert Wendy Pease, and we talked about the importance or the opportunities in global marketing and why it's important to at least consider reaching a global audience and how you can do that. And translation obviously plays a huge role in that because if you're gonna reach customers in new markets, you wanna make sure you can speak their language. So one example of an AI translation tool is called DeepL and more than 1 billion customers have chosen DeepL for Their excellent translation quality, it's one of the more or most accurate AI translation tools outside of actually hiring a real skilled person to do your translation. So they're powered by this groundbreaking artificial intelligence technology. And if reaching global markets is something that you want to do, then considering an AI translation tool could be a great first step for you. So those are my five AI-powered tools that I want to share. Which one do you think would be the most relevant for your business? And what did you think of this episode? You can always email me Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A, at joyjoya.com. If you love this podcast, please share it with a friend who'd appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe as well as leave a review on iTunes. To purchase a signed copy of my book, Jewelry Marketing Joy, visit joyjoya.com book for more information. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about working with Joy Joya, visit joyjoya.com where you can sign up to download our free eBooks about various topics in jewelry marketing.